This feels like a porno with a moronic, <laughs> nonsensical plot designed as an excuse to shove in fight scenes. Your point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> I won't even go into the stupidity of this film and will just say that a person with a gun could kill all of these idiots <laughs> who fight using nothing but their fists. But they justify why their guns yeah, can't be there's there. there's no guns there. <laughs> I guess low IQ teenagers might find this enjoyable, but most others won't. As someone who was a low IQ teenager, I am very offended. <laughs> that was a one-star review from IMDb. Welcome, everybody. We are Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. Ryan is over there and just found a piece of candy on the floor. Hey, Ooh, Christmas came early. <laughs> Halloween came early, you mean? There's barely any <laughs> floor dirt. <laughs> oh, that's not dirt. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, so I'm Stephen, joined as always by Andrew. Hello. And we've already introduced Ryan. I'm here. Choke it down. All righty, so we are kicking this off. I don't know. That one star review gave it away. A porno with people who fight with their hands. I don't think it gave it away. I don't think it did. (laughs) Could be any number of movies. Could be a lot of movies. We're talking about 1973's Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. That's right. This is the film that put Bruce Lee on the Western world map. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And kicked off. Well, so he was in Green Hornet as Kato on the TV show. Yeah. he was behind a mask for the, like most of the show, so mm-hmm. I don't think he was like people didn't. He wasn't a household name. Yeah. This yeah. made him a household. This also name. kicked off a kung fu craze in America. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it. There definitely wasn't a lot of martial arts films before this. Yeah. There may have been a Not, few. Well, in, in the West, in, no, Bruce yeah, Lee. Yeah, sorry, in the West, or yeah. you were like viewing, you know, a Hong Kong Bruce Lee yeah. from the sixties yeah. or sixties or something, and it was, you know. Either not dubbed or horribly dubbed. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all pretty badly dubbed. But Bruce Lee was definitely one of the the people to really pave the way for stars like Jackie Chan and yeah. and a lot of other. I mean, Jackie you know, Chan's in this film. He oh you're yeah, right he is, he is, he is. in this film he yep. is in this film. he has a, a cameo where you can almost see his face almost. in the shot. <laughs> also, Sammo Hung's in it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I didn't and, realize that till this viewing. And, I was like. Uh, that's Sammo Hung. Yeah. And uh, Bolo Young. Bolo Young's in it, yeah. 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 Credited as like a different name, which I guess it's, Bolo Young is just credited as name. like Bolo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, uh, yeah. So give, give let's, us a, uh, let's give us a synopsis. synopsis. This is uh, real simple here. Real easy. You can follow it. Just no problem. Try I, me. I, I doubt. <laughs> Try me. I doubt. <laughs> I guarantee I get lost. <laughs> a Shaolin martial artist. I don't get it. Travels to an island fortress to spy on an opium lord who is also a former monk from his temple, <laughs> under the guise of attending a fighting tournament. Mm-hmm. That, it. That's it? That's, okay. that's pretty okay. good. Yeah, that's, 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 that's got it. it. That's yeah. pretty dead on. I think that's the script they had to work with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. Yeah. I um, mean, do we want to just jump in here with an immediate piece of trivia here? Yeah, do hey. it. Yeah. So the finished screenplay for action sequences had no details and literally were just written as they will be choreographed by Mr. Bruce Lee. <laughs> nice. So every fight scene in this, there's just nothing there for the it, script. It, yeah, he probably just got to filming that day and was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Some of these fights, I think they had to do, uh, they did like 20 different takes of the fights. Mm-hmm. And when they would go from like one day to the next day of filming, uh, because of the nature of where they were filming and stuff, lights would have just been 
rearrange or not set up properly the right yep. way again. So they'd have well, to be you like, can, you can definitely tell. Oh yeah. They'd yeah. be like, hold on, wait a minute. This isn't, ah, just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's, yeah. it's fine. Do we, is there even a budget or like, do we have a budget number oh, yeah. for this? Oh yeah. Well, well, so, okay. So this was released in 1973. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Robert Klaus. Okay. Uh, not a name I recognize. No, never heard of. And I made the mistake of not. Andrew, find out what else he's done. Sure. Uh, so this stars Bruce Lee, John Saxon, Jim Kelly, Kiana Shi, Robert Wall, and Bolo Young. Mm-hmm. Music is by Lalo or Lalo. I don't know. Schifrin. Yep. Uh, or yeah, Schifrin. Yeah. So he uh, actually did the music on the Rush Hour trilogy. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, also did uh, the Amityville Horror. Okay, like the seventies one with the mm-hmm. not Josh Brolin, James Brolin, James Brolin. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Uh, and like uh, he has like a tremendous number of credits. Okay, most of which I haven't heard. Yeah, but I mean, like his list, it just goes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so there's a lot of Robert classes. Please hold. Okay, okay. all right. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> C-L-O-U-S-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so budget for this film. Are you ready for this, boys? Hit me. Hold, hold your breath. $80. No, a- $850,000. Wow. In 19... So adjusted for inflation, that's like, what, $3 million probably? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, and, and also, they had an advertising campaign of a little over a million dollars. Wow, so they spent more advertising yeah, than they did they pushed for the movie. Like, apparently, they had, like, like free karate ses- sessions set up with, like, dojos and stuff in America. Kung Fu sessions? No, no, it was karate. It was karate, Because there course. were no Kung Fu dojos in America. Yeah, there were not, yeah. Uh, but also, one of the reasons John Saxon was cast for this role is because he's a black belt in karate. Got it, yeah. Uh, so, this film, box office, made $90 million. Wow, what a return. I think they made their money back. Oh, so, inflation adjusted, that's over $500 million in yeah. 2023 dollars. And that's just domestic? No, no, that's just that's total. Total, total okay. Still a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, this movie was a sensation. It was... Oh, mm. like this, this movie makes lists of, like, the top 100, top 500 movies you used to see before you die kind of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So uh, he basically teamed back... Or Rob... Robert Rob Klaus. Klaus uh-huh. uh, teamed back up with Bruce Lee in 1978 for Game of Death. Oh, wow. Uh, then he also worked with Sammo Hung and Jackie Chan in The Big Brawl. Okay. okay. Um, in 1980. So he, he's done several Kung he, Fu. He, yeah, a lot of Kung Fu stuff. So sadly, that 1978, that was well after Bruce Lee had already passed away. Uh, was it well after? I mean, the Game of Death, he died, like, they took incomplete footage and, like, mm-hmm, cobbled right. it together and released it. Right. So I He I, died on Return of the Dragon, right? No. And so that's the thing. Was so it I, I, no, Lee died in 1973. Yeah. So... so Oh wow! Bruce Lee died three weeks before Enter the Dragon premiered. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So I thought it was like after. So okay. there's almost kind of like a like for modern day terms, right? Like a Heath Ledger thing going on here. Yeah. With the film. Uh, yeah. Fi- like basically, um, ba- yeah. Class was provided incomplete footage mm-hmm. from Lee's original version of Game of Death that he had filmed, basically like you know, five years earlier in 1973. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he must have filmed a lot of movies that, because other movies didn't get released till after End of the Dragon. Like mm-hmm. I think Return of the Dragon came out after that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I mean he's like, wild. well, because I, like I know Bruce Lee was really, um, I'm not like super up on all the Bruce Lee history, but yeah. I know that like he was def- like he was he had his own like not studio but his own kind of like team of people that were doing like kung fu movies and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, to to you know because he wanted to. 
he had his own school, I think, at this point, too, if I remember Yeah, correctly. I think so. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Los Angeles, I think? Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, interesting note, obviously, which we brought up in our um, It Man um, episode, but uh, It Man, the actual one, not the one from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the actual one, uh, he did train Bruce Lee, which is kind of one of his big like claims to fame. Um, which Bruce Lee used a, a mix of Wing Chun and Kung Fu and, you know, a whole bunch of other yeah, stuff. He, he created basically his own martial arts. He did. Jeet yeah. Kundo, yeah. Uh, which is a blending of, of several other martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to hear some thoughts on y'all about this film. Give me some spoiler-free. So it's been it's definitely One well, over, no, well over a decade since I've seen this movie. Okay. Right. And um, it's, it is emphatically 70s. Oh boy! Is it, it is ever, maybe one of the most '70s movies that exists. It feels yeah. incredibly '70s. Incredibly '70s. Like so, I the watched, music is very like 70s. kind of. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So I went on a like a, a, a '70s kick, a schlock kick for mm-hmm. a while, and I watched like Coffee. I watched Shaft. I watched uh, Dolomite. Dolomite, like yeah. a bunch of stuff. Like, it, and this yeah. was in there, and it fits. Right in, mm-hmm. like with well, the, this, this the pacing, the editing, the like, the music, everything. Yeah. This film got Jim Kelly cast in a lot of the the black exploitation era films. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And the it's very, um, it feels like they were trying to kind of emulate a lot of like the James Bond style kind of espionage. Oh, a yeah. little bit, w- yeah. womanizers, a little bit. Around. Yeah, it very does have a James Bond feel. It does, and the the way that they do it. Obviously, Bruce Lee's character is very uh, straight edge, and it doesn't like yeah. womanize or anything like that. He's just there for the mission, and then all the other tertiary characters are the ones that are like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like international man of mystery levels of like, you know, I have like four women in my bed." Well, and those like kind they of have things. their right, own yeah. moment of like, "Am I James Bond?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like Bruce Lee, also there's a lot of little small like quirky moments of comedy for Bruce Lee in this. Yeah, where yeah. he just kind of almost sits back and observes it, and then has that little like smirk mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, I, I do like a lot of the. Mar- Martial arts in this, it's but the 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 interesting part is is that a lot of the the actual fight it's much more um, cinematic is the best mm-hmm. way to not I'm not going to say cinematic I think that's the wrong choice of words okay. it feels more um, um, over dramatized oh okay absolutely. Yeah. yeah yeah where like over exaggerated of like kind of what's happening well I feel like it's it is that like. Early 70s filmmaking style combined, because like coming out of the 60s, mm-hmm. where a lot of stuff had gone psychedelic and zany, yeah. it was like trying to steer out of that. A little bit still, more pretty real. Still being influenced by that mm-hmm. to a degree. But then also, you're probably working with a lot of the actors who weren't as, these are not like A listers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them are martial artists, or they like, so you have like this weird conflux of like, Factors that make it like, yeah, like over dramatic is kind of like the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah, and the like, music doesn't help it either because they do like kind of like these tight shots in. Like, yeah. Well, and they do know? the, it's almost like it reminds me of 70s television that mm-hmm. like, the, yeah, the, the stinger of mm-hmm. the music where it hits when yeah. something like looks at something or zooms in, you know? <laughs> yeah. And well, that's a very like, it dates it, but it gives it a style that I kind of like. Well, there's you know? a, there's a, a substantial use of slow mo in this too, which yeah. actually mm-hmm. I think is done really well. 
Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting because, like we said, this movie, you can put it on, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the 70s. Oh, but yeah. it has almost its own charm because of that. It does, it 100%. Does. Yeah. Because so, it, it's, it's, um, it's very earnest in just being exactly what it is. Yeah. I, this was the first time I had seen this movie probably like you, probably about a decade, yeah. maybe longer. Well, probably it's longer. It's been a long yeah. time. The most I watched this was probably in high school when I had, like, I bought a Bruce Lee um, VHS, like, collection yeah but it was one of those from like walmart that had like three legit bruce lee movies it was like enter the dragon return of the dragon and like i want to say big boss or something um, fist of fury fist of fury Fury. yeah or maybe chinese connection wasn't it it was like four of them but then it had like two movies from a dude with bruce le like lay (laughs) and it was like they just threw it in there to like fill it out and make you think and i remember at the time you know this is like the internet was out but it wasn't like Mm -hmm. you know Netscape. Where you date yourself, and right I was now. like, "Who? Wow! I didn't know he made this many movies. Whoa!" And then you put, I was going through them in order, you know, and you put the last <laughs> one. I'm like, that's not even him. What is this? <laughs> How racist is Walmart? Yeah, you think that I well, think all so, Asians look alike. I'll yeah. definitely say that this was a lot more violent than I remember it being. Oh, see, I remember this being incredibly violent. Yeah, especially like going from like I'll say like a Jackie Chan film, which mm-hmm. is violent, but it's a different kind of violence. It's, yeah, it's the kind of it's almost like I don't want to call it Disney violence because Disney just straight will kill someone on screen. But <laughs> you have these moments where you're like, he's not dead. He's just lying there. Yeah. He'll yeah. get up in a minute. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But this was like, oh, like, he's dead. Like they're like, if you watch it with closed captioning, it's like neck snaps, bone snaps. Oh, yeah. Back, oh, yeah. Backbone snaps. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it was they straight out like in a. Five minute sequence. They're like, we just killed eight people. Oh yeah, yeah. Individually with the well, camera closed. Up, yeah, it's like it wasn't like oh they died in the background. They, like, they these are like yeah. visceral yeah. deaths. But I feel like compared to other Bruce Lee movies, and this is I'm straining my memory a little bit just because it's so long since I've like mm-hmm. sat in a watch. I feel like the fights in some of the other movies were better. Yes, but they I, were more one on one or like I think yeah. these fights rely one. Too much on point of view shots. They yes, do. Which there's detract, a lot of which POV. Detracts from the overall because you just you have one person who isn't. They're holding a camera. They're not doing martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that detracts from it. And then, like you were saying, there's not a lot of one on one fights, which is what I remember. Yeah. Whereas here, there's a whole lot of just Mook runs up, takes a punch, goes down. Mook runs up, takes a kick, goes down. Yeah. And we move yeah. on. And it's like, yeah, this is not really martial now, arts. There are some pretty fantastic sequences though at the end where. Bruce is really just railing like multiple kicks into like guy after guy after guy. Oh yeah, I mean, like, he's, just, he's just showing off yeah. at that point. Well, I mean, yeah. dude has like point zero negative zero body body fat. People in this film. stand next to him, their body fat goes down just from being like <laughs> in proximity to him. But no, I liked it. I thought I thought it was fun. It yeah. is what it is, though. It's definitely a vibe. It's, it's definitely just, unapologetically seventy. Yeah. So you have to be like. In the headspace for that well, to really yeah, fully... and if you've never really seen like these older kung fu movies before, yeah, it is exactly what you think of older kung fu movies being. Yeah, well, this, this is the blueprint one, that yeah. like this yeah. one is even almost kind of jacked up to like eleven, mm-hmm. right? Because this this is rated R. This earns its R rating kind of across the board. Yeah, because yeah. we don't just have violence and people die. There's some nudity. There's in some too. nudity yeah. in this. You know, like it's it's like all over the place. This yeah. is almost kind of like. The film is like James Bond wishes he was this kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. The this is like the grittier, darker like, James. Because like James Bond, Bond yeah. always runs up to the PG thirteen ledge and then stops. Yeah, and Bruce is just like this. Just yeah, this is going, going. Yeah. yeah, the thing that too that like 
I, I've always known it. It's just, it really resonated this time. Was it like, man, this was just a straight up inspiration for both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Oh, like yes. Some oh, weird yeah. dude has an island, has a tournament, everybody's <laughs> here, don't bring guns, let's fight. Yep. You know, it was like... <laughs> It was like, you know, the people that would go on to grow up and make, you know, Street Fighter yep. and Mortal Kombat, every fighting game, because they're all based on tournaments. Watch this as a kid. I was like, okay. Yep. This is, this is how it works. <laughs> I got a blueprint. I got to get you, know? you off the island. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's so, I mean, it's, it's really hard nowadays, right, to watch this film and not, and be like, boy, this is just a product of its era. Well, it is. It's but it definitely is. But that's the thing is, like, you have to look at these these films, especially, like, Enter the Dragon, because it, it was so popular back then. Mm-hmm. Like, $90 million in 70s money is a lot it's of money. It's ludicrous. It's incredible. And this was definitely before the blockbuster was even a thing, because right. Jaws came out in 1975. Yeah. And you have these kind of moments in, like, you know, I'll say film history, that this is definitely, if you have even a tertiary inkling to like martial arts films at all you've probably already seen this (laughs) you either already seen it or you definitely need to see it if you haven't just because this is the proto version of a lot of films that you that have come after it yeah absolutely and it definitely has like um it it's i would almost go as far as to say it's not quite required viewing but it's definitely like possible because it gives you such a appreciation for where things were kind of, yeah. and where they go. So yeah. if you jump from this to like Drunken Master, the first one from like 77, 78, somewhere around there, like 78, that, yeah. right? You see like, okay, this is back in Hong Kong. They've taken it up to this, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can see the influx of, you know, Chuck Norris movies in the 70s that yeah. come out after this, like oh, the and Octagon. And Steven and, you know. Seagal makes an appearance. And then you have and the 80s the, with Van Damme and like Damme, other people. Yeah. And then you start to see like the, the knock-on the, effects of it. So it's... It's definitely the the. Um, it's the blueprint. It is well. It, it, it not because it's the first, because there were yeah. definitely you know other other, other, other movies. Kung Bruce Lee yeah. has kung fu films before this. Right, film. right. But yeah. it, it was the like the flashpoint. It was like yeah. the, yeah. the 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 inciting inflection, inflection point. Is the inflection, inflection point. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was the inflection point That's where point. like that that term was real hot on this uh, podcast there for a while. We got away from it. Okay, we're bringing it back, baby. <laughs> we're bringing it back. It's back, baby. Yeah, I like the movie though. So let me invite you to my island of content that we have. <laughs> no Always guns allowed. <laughs> no guns allowed. This is a tournament of content. You can only bring your ears. <laughs> <laughs> so spoilersintendedpodcast.com has access to all of our existing episodes. We have new episode every week. Um, and we also have links to Discord, social media, all that kind of stuff. You should definitely check it out. It's a good island of content. <laughs> yes. You want to join... <laughs> the tournament of spoilers you can join us on discord come have a talk with us i want to see your pets i want to see what you're cooking we've got threads down in there with spoiler hubs where you can talk about ongoing tv shows other movies things we've reviewed things we haven't reviewed Uh, but yeah just hang out with a bunch of other listeners you know chat about what you're playing etc yeah, and if you want to find the radio on this island to signal the outside world for help, <laughs> you can go to two places, Facebook and Instagram, and you can follow Spoilers Intended there. Just make because, sure you know Morse code whenever you're doing it. Yes, we only speak to everyone Morse code. That's not true at all. Please follow us.
Alrighty, we are back. We have successfully sent out the message. We have fled the island. Spoilers <laughs> are behind us. Man, no, I love that not, song. Though. Spoilers are before us. Yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> the spoiler-free section twist. is behind, behind us. us. Hong yes. Kong's behind us. We're headed to the island of spoilers. Yeah. Yes. We'll make that analogy work somehow. Man, I love that song so much. It's, like it's a good song. song. It's a great song. It's such a 70s thing. It's it's well, but, yeah. like, it really gets you in the mood for the movie. It does, yeah. Because like, obviously this was during the time, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. No, no, this talking. was during the time when, you know, obviously all the main credits had to roll before the film started because yeah. of the Screen Actors Guild. And so you, you really needed that vibe to get in there. 100%. And it yeah. really does a fantastic there, there's, job there's at a, it. There's very few movies that really nail that pre-movie uh, mm-hmm. credit roll where it makes it, like, engage. Some of them yeah. it's just black screen with like text and so, then it goes away and you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> so one of the, uh, one of the ones that I've always found incredibly boring, which is one of my favorite films is the 1954, uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea. Oh yeah. It's, it's just like text on a, on like a little like curtain thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. this is boring. Yeah. Why are we here? But then you have this where you have great B roll of yeah. all of our characters, like going through the city of Hong Kong and every, it's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. All right. Well, now I have been <laughs> successfully derailed. Let's let's get into some trivia here. Trivia. So Bruce Lee offered a hundred dollars to anyone who could catch his hand before he could jab them. That sounds like something he'd do. And he <laughs> never <laughs> lost a penny for the entire production. Wow! Oh my gosh! Right. So in this theme, he was challenged. Was so, he punching in the same direction every time? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> they pulled in a ton of extras for this film, mm-hmm. including basically just like raiding every martial arts school in Hong Kong. I, w- I would imagine. Yeah. To bring in enough. who could To have that many extras. Act yeah. like they could move that and like bring your own gear or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, so Bruce Lee was challenged by an extra who did not think he was that good. Bruce Lee proceeded to beat up the extra and then send him back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Now get back in the shot, kid. So fights actually broke out on set between stuntmen and extras because they were members of rival triad families. Oh, wow. This production sounds buck wild. It sounds as wild as it probably, like, looked on screen. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if, like, they they each had, like, two different factions so whenever they had the big final confrontation, you're like, all right, you guys and you guys are different triads, you're gonna fight now. Y'all color, your colors are black, yours is white. Perfect. If I got the scene for y'all. Get in there, boys. (laughs) Then Uh, people died on set. Who knows? (laughs) Keep rolling, keep rolling. (laughs) Uh, So they did actually have to halt filming one day because a body was found on set. Oh my gosh. Oh morning. my. So like because of the way they built the sets. Unrelated to the action on yeah, screen. Yeah. The way they built the sets, it was you know open air, mm-hmm. basically. So every morning they would have to run off a bunch of stray dogs and squatters in the sets so they could start <laughs> filming. Oh my God. Oh no. where, where did they film this at? This is in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the island wild. is like nearish Hong Kong. Right. Like? So so the island is not like the actual island is they don't film on an island they filmed in hong kong got it okay so they could not find a place where they could film on an island (laughs) so basically so the actor who (laughs) plays too much money well no they just they well partly that but also like it was it was difficult with the government and everything else yeah of course so the (laughs) what are you um, gonna do on our island no 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 no. (laughs) the the actor who plays the old shaolin monk at the start i don't Mm -hmm. know his name yeah offhand uh so he also liked to fly planes so he and the director just like flew around one day 
with his plane with the door open so oh the director gosh. could take photos of islands that they could then use it as a composite for that island Incredible. shot. Incredible. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> so they never went to an island. This is all Hong Kong. And no seatbelts or anything. No, no, no. In no. the 70s. Like, seatbelts. They're probably up there smoking, you know. Doing no lines deal. of cocaine. No. Yeah. Easy. Well, cocaine was the 80s. Never mind. Yeah. It was more late 70s. Yeah. Well, no, 73. That's yeah. Too, it was probably more pot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but but, yeah. but cocaine's on the horizon in 73. <laughs> it's out there. It's close. It's, it's in L.A. for sure, you know. Uh, so the production had major issues with both American and Chinese crews who worked on the film not being able to communicate with each other. I was going to say sure. that was probably because they, they, they did not have enough translators. Well, you can definitely yeah. see like throughout the film, like obviously clearly some people are just overdubbed with English actors and some people are actually speaking English. Yeah, for what's, sure. What's interesting is basically every scene in the film film is dubbed oh yeah that's just yeah. how they did movies yeah, back yeah then. that's just how they did movies but like a lot of people were still just actually speaking english on set yes yeah, yeah. uh so let's see uh so ken uh she so uh-huh. this is hans the main bad guy yeah he's actually a close friend of bruce lee's father oh, uh, oh. so much so that they refer to each other as uncle and nephew oh interesting yeah huh. so like, they they knew each other yeah like, bruce like lee grew up yeah. knowing him yeah mm-hmm. uh Okay, oh, here, let's get let's back, go back to the 70s aspect of this. Yes. <laughs> the production had trouble finding actresses to play the prostitutes and perform nude. Okay. So That's not had, terribly surprising, given it's Hong Kong. Hold on. So they hired real-life prostitutes. Oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> when when the director's like, I got a real quick solution for this. <laughs> when he heard this... A, another prominent Chinese producer, not related to this production, uh-huh. stated he couldn't understand that because he felt like all Chinese actresses were basically prostitutes oh, who would do anything whoa. for them. Oh, Holy whoa. 70s, Batman. Wow. Oh, man, that is... He said that with a cigar in his mouth confirmed. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, like, oh, boy. Oh. Wow. <laughs> what a dirtbag thing to say. Yeah. Uh, so on director Robert Klaus's first night in Hong Kong, Bruce insisted they go out together to a movie theater to watch one of his movies. Cool. Lee claimed it was to experience the atmosphere, but the real reason was Klaus was unaware of Lee's reputation and he wanted to impress him. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Who are you again? <laughs> yeah, he basically like, I'm actually a big star here, so we're going to go out in public and get mobbed yeah. by people who recognize me. Yeah, so you, you, have un- you understand what we're what doing you're here. What you're dealing yeah. with. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. Kind of a big yeah. deal. If you can grab my hand, I'll give you $100. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's, there's a couple more budget things here, right? So they hired yeah. 500 Chinese to build the set from scratch with no power tools. Wow. <laughs> so the steel bars in the prison uh-huh. yeah. were, was made by shaving down scrap pieces of wood because the labor was cheaper than going out and buying dowels. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Right? Just, what are you doing today? Well, you see this big pile of scrap over here? All this wood's got to be turned into metal bars. I'm sorry, what? I'll figure it out. It's a day's wage. One guy, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Cobra. They were good-looking bars. Whoever did that, if he's still Man, with us, good, way to right? go, guy. Yeah. That, that Cobra was so mad. So real Cobra. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a real code. Did Bruce Lee really smack it on the back of a head? He tapped it ten times. Oh my gosh. And was only bitten once. Only. He got bit by the cobra? I, he did. I, I do remember that this. they like removed the venom. Either by removing the glands of the cobra. Like yeah. it's a it's a specifically like bread for this or right. mm-hmm. uh, that, that cobra was so mad. Oh, that cobra was uh, so yeah. angry. 
Especially if that's like the 10th take. We're watching. We're, it's like, are we done with it? Do you have the shot? <laughs> uh, so because of budget issues, the entire film was shot using two cameras and three lenses. Well, I'll be. That's not, that's not terribly surprising. It's not that Especially shot. for like a, night, a, a mid-70s I mean, if you production. told me it was a single camera, I'd have been like, okay, yeah, probably tracks. <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's uh, let's hear some spoilerific takes. So Bruce Lee's hair is incredible in this isn't movie. It, though? <laughs> it really is. So you know, whenever I think of like Bruce Lee, the 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 two images that always pop up in my head are mm-hmm. obviously the yellow jumpsuit and oh, the big boss. No, the game of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. game of death. And then is basically him without his shirt on with all with the, the scratch, the scratch, scratch marks. Yeah, the yeah, like claws, the, yeah, the claw marks, and. I always laugh whenever I see the final showdown because, mm-hmm. like, it's so janky. They just have, like, this little, like, claw hand that's just, oh, yeah. like, four kitchen knives just stuck yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but I mean, they would still be formidable. Still be pretty deadly. I'll say this. Very impressive final scene with the mirror set. Oh, the mirror? Because you don't see the camera. All you never see the how camera. How do you hide the camera? Oh, it's that. very difficult. Right? <laughs> and then on top of that, like, I feel like that type of scene has been... You know, played upon multiple, and used multiple times. But this they one's... They did it in, like, John Wick 3? Uh, 2. 2? I think, I think it's yeah. 2. I because think it's they two. also did it in James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've done uh, it before. Golden, golden, golden Gun, yeah. I don't know if this was the first time that happened or if it had been in TV shows before this or, mm-hmm. or if there was a movie. I mean, it, it was the Bonds. It's fantastic. So but their claim, execution of it was really good. They claimed the production got the idea mm-hmm. because they went out for dinner at a restaurant that was just mirrors everywhere. Ooh. And they're like, oh, you know, it would be a we good idea. We could do that. Where's our table? I don't know, honestly. I think it's <laughs> so for yourself. Is that our waiter? No, that's no, just a reflection. Nope. Where's the waiter? <laughs> well, you in, see him looking with bread rolls. I need those bread rolls. Where's this guy at? So this is definitely one of those like those kind of like finale moments that you really do see later on in just any kind of like oh this is a classic uh, throwback know, yeah. moment kind of thing for films pull up all well the time. especially yeah. whenever he's going around and punching all of the mirrors oh uh, yeah to to make sure that he knows where the guy's at even though like in real life there's no way you would oh sure admit, yeah but it doesn't yeah. matter so it's still he was a really holding great a, a scene. piece of metal in his hand to yeah break to the, break it yeah 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 because yeah, you know obviously his fists are his money he can't sure. just like you know yeah i can't just will he looks at the yeah. mirror and said if you can grab my hand i'll give you a hundred dollars <laughs> i won't shatter you no mirror grabbed his hand yeah but yeah no i think that's a fantastic scene yeah and I really like the big brawl, uh, or actually, whenever um, Roland Roper 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 yeah. when Roper is fighting Bolo at the end, yeah, I think that's a fantastic fight. See, it's a really good fight. Yeah, because you you know at this point you're like, oh no, he's gonna die. Yeah, and but like you, he actually gets his moment, which is really cool. Yeah, I think also on while talking about Roper, one of my other favorite scenes is the one where him and Williams are like, he's basically yeah. taking a dive so Williams can get the bet up. You he's, know? Like, he's like, you can get, you can get eight, <laughs> eight, eight to three, three to eight out of him. Yeah. Trust me, trust me. Because that, that whole scene, like he keeps looking over yeah. and he's giving him the subtle like, nope. And he's like, oh. and he keeps getting hit and hit and hit. And, and then, yeah. yeah, well, and it really shows just his skill as a martial artist at that point to mm-hmm. be to be able to to make it look as real as possible, and then be like, like, "All right, I'm going to turn it up, on." Be like, now. "I yeah. can take a couple of hits and still beat you." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not as skilled as possible, 
the guards, man, the guards are, are pretty incompetent here. Well, but that's the thing, though, is like they're not really there. They're me- they're meant to be there to be mooks. They are, yeah. They and are. this is the quintessential. They like, get absolutely mooks. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. I do, I do love whenever he puts the cobra in like the little oh, radio the, the, room. The, the, that's hilarious. The first yeah. thing that they do is just like, nope, we got to break the glass. Just yeah, I know. Sure, immediately glass. going out. That would be my response too, though. So I like sympathizing. Yep, yeah, you got to throw that chair through that glass. You got to get out of there. <laughs> See, man. That's what I was like, so because I couldn't remember, I was like. So does one of them get bit here and dies? No, no, they just bail out. They just deuce while, it. While Bruce Lee sits in the corner out. just yeah. smirking. I'm swimming yeah. away from this island tonight. And he's like, gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love that the cast of characters is so varied and colorful and different. You got, you know, Roper, Williams, Lee. You got Han as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You got Bolo got in there whose chest Bolo. is as wide as my body. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> I mean, as, well, one Lord. peck is as wide as your body. That's what I mean. Not, not his whole chest, just half his chest oh, half. is my shoulder. Okay, so yeah. When he goes through a full-sized industrial doorway, he has to turn has sideways. Yes. Like, yeah. Even then, barely gets through. <laughs> like, when he goes out to go, like, go running, he can't bring his arms down because his chest and his yeah. biceps are well, so so Dude he, is just jacked. Yeah. He's the actual real life embodiment of that Captain America um, comic book cover meme. Oh, and oh, the Rob oh, Liefeld yeah. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he's got all that chest meat yeah. hanging out, and it's like, this is not perspective. That's not how that works. <laughs> um, but so even. No, he's looking at Bolo while he's drawing that. Yeah. <laughs> this is what people look like. <laughs> even like uh, O'Hara, like he, even though he doesn't get a ton of speaking parts, and we don't get like a ton of background with him as a bad guy, he's the one that gets thrown into the. Um, Oh, oh, the, the scar, he's got the scar, scar, yeah, scar. The guy yeah. that killed his, his uh, sister. sister. Yeah. Which is yeah. such a weird side plot that yeah. just didn't even need to be included. But they go hard for that where she like is like, I'm going to be killed or like raped here or something. So she just kills herself. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the heck? Also, though, like uh, speaking of that, like that, that also was a very 70s thing of like, OK, we're going to have this is the series of flashbacks will mm-hmm. happen right here. And when they Which flash to her the flashbacks of. Like Everybody the setups. Else. Yeah. Well, like, like we go out to Roper, he's like playing golf, making bets on it, and it's just like, oh, yo, I owe like the mafia or whatever. Right. Well, I got to do something here. But with Williams, I mean, it escalated so fast. It goes, yeah, he's, zero he's, to 60 He's like, quick. In, like talking to his sensei, like, yo, I'm, I'm headed out to the tournament. Cool. All right. Well, I'm just going to walk down the street and Get oh, the cops are here yep. harassing me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he's and like, then it's, I'm stealing a cop car and, like, and I'm leaving the country. Beat the crap out of the cops and driving off in their yep. car. But like the, the, the flashback with the sister, like when it starts, you're like, why are we getting another flashback? Like I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. good. I don't need a subplot with the sister in this. Yeah. Like, I'm already invested. Like, let's go. Uh, but then by the end of it, I do like it just because of the performance of uh, Sue Lin or the girl that plays Sue Lin. Yeah. Uh, his sister because right. like I mean, she sells out she sells out and she's got some good fight scenes she in there. Does. she's yeah. like taking these dudes out and like well, I'm rooting for her so hard that when she does pull that glass out thing where I'm like man like you just need to put a little more mustard in some of these dudes so they'll stay down yeah yeah man, like, you're but beating like the crap out of that them. camera shot where it's like oh, out like, in front like of the right piece of glass or it's, you know I was like ooh, that's a that's a good shot but it's mm-hmm. it's a dark subplot and it's probably like unnecessary in a lot of levels. It like, is. It's kind of like emotional terrorism. It is a little bit. It's like yeah. we we have to give him a um a reason a to reason, like a reason to go off on uh, O'Hara yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean when he does, yeah. like it's it's so good. That's why I'm like I don't hate it because it does kind of pay off with mm-hmm. the O'Hara fight, but yeah. it, it still just it is does feel like emotional terrorism of just like here, we're going to go into this like flashback while I just spill my guts to you about this very terrible thing that I never told you about how your sister died. How did he think his sister died? Like the flu? Like what'd they tell him? You yeah, know? yeah. Like, like did he not see the, the body? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? 
And yeah. then he's like, let me hit the, let me drop you this bomb real quick. But, but like that fight where he does kill O'Hara is a fantastic one, you know, because obviously he's O'Hara is just completely out of his depth. Oh, yeah. Bruce Lee is just yeah. letting letting rip on him. But then they do the slow mo of him just jumping on top of the guy. Yeah, and you just hear like the really slow the bone crack. 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 Yeah, like, that's probably foley of like celery being broken or something. <laughs> they just let it. You well, know. so this uh, the the Bruce Lee films in particular have are very much like the Indiana Jones films of like whenever Harrison Ford hits someone, it is a two by four breaking. So the oh. the <laughs> Sound effect that they reuse like a hundred times in this one is the body fall. Pup-a-pup-up. Yeah, like that. It's that not realistic sounding seventies yeah. like cartoonish. The, the, the tri- triple yeah. bounce on a body. Pup-a-pup-up. You know, and it's every time somebody hits the ground, they're playing this thing. It's the same one every time. I'm yep. like, y'all couldn't get like a different. Pup-a-pup-up. Look, there's you only know? like eight hundred grand in this film, man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's another thing that like by the end of the movie, I'm like. I'm watching him every time he flips. Like, Here we go. And I'm like, it's the same sound. And right back to back. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, real quick shout out to Sammo Hung and Jap- Jackie Chan. So Sammo, obviously, is the opening fight. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's 16 years old. He may have been 16. He was very young looking. Yeah, he was pretty young at the, the 1973. Right. Yeah, he yeah. probably had so to he, be 16, 17. Well, so in Jackie Chan's biography, which I've read. Of course you have. <laughs> he, he, you know, they both went to they, him and Yun Biao and son, uh, Sammo Hung went to the same school. It was like Chinese yeah. opera, right? And then when they got older, like the older kids, they started being like farmed out to these movie mm-hmm. sets as yeah, extras. They, they were yeah. like like the I can't remember. It was like seven something brothers or something like that. Yeah, it had like a I can't remember it's it off the top of my Yeah, but uh, they so they went to work on this movie or whatever. Yeah. And um, Jackie Chan's part was at the end when Bruce Lee finally gets the nunchucks. Jackie Chan runs in from behind and he pops him in the head and he falls into the tank of water. He's uh, the one that like goes like head over. Yeah. Right? Well, so he's actually supposedly according to Jackie Chan, he's in there twice. Right. He's the stunt man who gets popped and goes in the water. Yeah. He's also the dude who's he grabs the hair and breaks his neck. Uh, he was 20. Oh. Sam Hung was 21. 21. OK. Yeah. yeah. Young enough. But so <laughs> Young when enough. he went into the water, Jackie Chan said that like, you know, he hit Immediately, just paint because it's a real nunchuck. Yeah, you know, they're not using a foam oh, nunchuck. It's got to look good, right? He falls into the water and he had to stay underwater while they continued to shoot and fight. In the movie, they cut pretty quick, but yeah. in reality, they filmed for another 30, 45 seconds of like of him, him just doing yeah. that. And then as soon as it was over, Bruce Lee was like, Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so just sorry. Smacked him. Just like profusely apologizing because like he, I'm sure he felt it when he like oh, yeah. whipped it back there. Just well, the solid it connection. Just bounced back with it. I mean, oh oof. yeah. Yeah. Well, so the thing that I love about that that scene is mm-hmm. you know, Bruce Lee is kind of like working his way up into like weapons. So he starts obviously with nothing, and yeah. then he has a big big staff, oh, and then man. he gets the two. He, he begins this whole fight with a snake. Okay, that's, that's true. Like, that's very true. He starts the fight with a cobra. <laughs> like on top gets, of the food chain. <laughs> he gets the nunchucks. He is just like he, he does the whole bit, and you're oh, like, yeah. yeah, this is his, it's this on. Is his speed. Satisfying. This is it. Yeah, yeah. And well, you and get that to see the poor dude that you know Jackie Chan. That's just oh, yeah. like. Uh, this uh, is a problem. <laughs> also, like, I feel like that scene with the nunchucks alone mm-hmm. right there kicked off the entirety of the nunchuck craze that would happen oh, 100%. all still, the way through Ninja Turtles happening. and Michelangelo. It's still like, happening. Like, that scene <laughs> was, like, probably so many Western American people, mm-hmm. their exposure to even what a nunchuck was or could do. Yeah. They probably lost their mind when he's, like, look at the, you know, flipping it around yeah. behind him. You know, they were like, I want to get those. <laughs> And then they I know, you know, I proceed to like break their nose yeah. because God. <laughs> uh, I had a foam set. 
Did you? A lot, yeah. Yeah. I can still do some stuff with it. Uh, if I could ever find, I don't know what happened to my old pair. Gone somewhere. <laughs> yeah, bring them out. I'll, I'll break them out. Uh, so Jackie bring Chan them was, uh, everything around um, me with him. Uh, he was <laughs> 19 for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's a little Sammo bit younger little than Sammo. Older. Yeah. yeah. Still, just children. Just oh, little yeah, children. I mean, well, especially yeah. in this kind of industry. Oh, yeah. Like where really like your prime is like up until you're like 25, 26 for, <laughs> for like how much you have to like exert yourself to do this Endure, kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I do think it's interesting. Right? We were trying to talk about how this is almost like over the top drama. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so Lee was actually really concerned because he's a, he's a Chinese actor. You know, they're making this for an American audience. Right. Mm hmm. He's worried that it wouldn't be taken seriously. He's like kept going back. I mean, the, he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. But he kept going back to the writers, being like, "Hey, this needs to be like serious. Mm-hmm. This needs to be serious." So he and I guess either one of or the head writer, uh, Michael Allen, sounds Allen? right. A L L I N. A L L I N. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they got into it over the script, mm-hmm. right? And because Michael was very aware that he could not do the hundred dollar challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so what he started doing was he was rewriting the script and picking words he knew that Lee could not pronounce. Oh, that's just rude. Right? So Lee, of course, refused to work with him. Yeah. So, you know, demand, you know, script changes, all this other. So producers told Michael, hey, like, just lay low and avoid Lee for mm-hmm. a little bit. So they basically almost immediately encountered each other on a ferry. In of course, Kong, yeah. Which I, all I can think about is, like, you've basically been taunting Bruce Lee at a distance, and you're like, hey, yeah, I need to get across this quick body of water, and, oh, he's on the boat with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Bruce, like, Bruce Lee is, from what I've heard, I mean, he always seemed like a, like a nice guy. Like, he wasn't, yeah, oh, he yeah. didn't, like, try and pick fights. Well, but there's always, there's always some level of ego, mm-hmm. and also, yeah. like, what the writer's doing is, is pretty dirtbag move. Oh, that yeah. was a total dirtbag move. And yeah. it's, it's totally a, a, the move you take of, hey, like, it's literally Bruce Lee. Like, I can't, there's no other realm in which I can win against him. <laughs> yeah. Other this than is just, it. I'm going to write words that he can't pronounce. Because yeah. his English is only so-so. Right? So you know, when, like, what did you guys think of Bruce Lee's performance? Not out, outside of the martial arts, just the, like, his actual. Well, I actually liked a lot of his little bits of him just, like, kind of sitting there and observing. Yeah. And it really, like, gives you a good sense of his personality. He has a good, like, wry humor. He does, Where yeah. he's not, like, over the top. He's not, like, super. But he's, I, I guess for me, more comedic than I remember. Well, like, yeah. the bit on the boat going to the <laughs> island. Oh, yeah. The, the, guy, guy, the, the guy's boat. being a bully, and he's like, hey, we can't fight on, on the on the boat, but let's get in the small boat. We'll row over to that island. We can fight on the beach. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, dude. He gets in, and he just plays the rope. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. But then in my head, I'm like, so wait, what was the plan? To get back in the rowboat and try to catch the boat after you have your fight? That's just a couple of me heads. He's not thinking about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a good move, though. And he, he hands the rope to those kids. He's like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. When he's like yelling at like, if you try and pull yourself up, I'll let go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like scenes like that I thought were great. Honestly, I was surprised because I remember this film for martial arts, mm-hmm. cheesy 70s tropes, yeah. and the bad guy being kind of a putz. Like once a fight starts, a little bit, hair, yeah. gets everywhere. And, and, you know, like you said, the claw is like four kitchen knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, like it's still dangerous, it is. but it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Silly, it's like, a cool fight, but it's not a good like martial arts fight. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't yeah. like, well, it's kind that's of, not the fight that I think it's of. It's like a one handed no. old man versus Bruce Lee in his car. <laughs> right. I don't know what yeah. you expect here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but having said that, I did not remember how good 
like Bruce Lee, John Saxon, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Like the three of them on screen. Jim Kelly was actually they, really, they really good. They dominate yeah. whatever they're around. Yeah, and you you know, you always, you, you know that he's going to die, but you feel bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. feel terrible. You still feel bad, yeah. But like the bits with uh, Roper and Han, mm-hmm. like with the uh, the guillotine. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and then he the puts cat. the cat in there. I'm like, no, don't you dare do that. Yeah. Like, because in my mind, I hadn't seen it in, you know, probably two decades. I can't, I can't remember. Like, I, I can't like, remember. Does the cat really? die in this? Yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. I'm like, is he going to kill that cat? Like, I was no. like, how dare you? And then, yeah. and then Roper's just like, there's some lines I don't cross. And he picks the cat up. He's like, you got eight more. And then he yep. puts them and lets Which, them run That's a great, great little Which, bit. I love to, he picks the cat up off the guillotine and the cat hisses at him. Like, that's such a cat. Like, I just saved your life. You yeah, I know. Cat. <laughs> the quintessential cat. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they have issues getting the cat, shocker, to sit on the little platform. No. Yeah, not surprising so, like, at all. When they do a close-up of it sitting on the guillotine, you can see just cat food just on its face. <laughs> <laughs> It's also how they got John Saxon in a lot of scenes. Come on in. There's some cat food. That's rude. So know. I'll definitely say um, whenever, um, um, not Whit- Williams, whenever yeah, well, Williams Kelly, yeah. is is fighting um, Han and then he gets kicked into like the opium den. Oh, yeah. Know, with all the laughing girls and stuff. That was just creepy. That it was. A, a, yeah. Which I'm not, I know that's intentional, but it's like, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. It had like a surreal, like, oh, that was really happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Not on the set, but yeah, like yeah, but just like in the in, world, in real life, like yeah. that, yeah, Ugh. yeah. No, that that definitely had again some of those holdovers of the the '60s mm-hmm. style. Of, it was like, hey, remember the fun we were having in the '60s? It's got a dark underbelly. It's yeah. the opium den. It's got a, know, it's got a deadly slave trade, sex trade esque. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna murder these women later after they're drugged. Yeah, out. and then yeah. whenever the um. Whenever Bruce Lee is like going through like the underground section and he walks by, kind oh, of like, like the, the girls are holding like, pen. Like, hey, like, help, yeah. help, yeah, oh, it's yeah, like, man, yeah, like this That's is like dark really dark, yeah. I, I guess as a, when I saw it in high school or like younger, I, I didn't, it didn't, really think it didn't quite click, click yeah. how dark mm-hmm. it was. It mm-hmm. was just like, well, because. You know, there's so many movies you see in the 80s or whatever where, like, there's people, you know, being held against their when You're like, oh, whatever. It's just part of it. Yeah. And, like, now it's but like. then you look at the context. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. do see the context of it as an adult, you're like, oh, man, this is mm-hmm. pretty dark, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, I actually thought this was better than I remembered it. Yeah. yeah same. Like, I, it, I really remembered the cheese. It's st- yeah. Well, it's still definitely a product of its time, but oh, yeah. it's it's absolutely like the proto blueprint for a lot of martial arts films, especially mm-hmm. ones that, you know, uh, and a lot of just like tropes that have just existed in pop right. culture mm-hmm. for decades now. This started a lot. Of, yeah. it's, it's almost harder than a lot of the tropes. Like the whole, you know, oh, okay, it's rated R. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of remember it being pretty violent. And then it's just like, hey, here's some new G's. What? <laughs> I yeah. really don't remember. That felt very 1973 sequence. of like, yeah. we can show boobs now, so let's. Yeah. Does the plot call for it? It does now. It, it does you know? now. Which yeah. hilarious. What a weird question to ask. When, I this, know. when this film hit that the UK. That question probably wasn't asked. No. When this film hit the UK, they censored it. Oh. Not for the boobs. Oh, okay. Sequences where like Bruce Lee just had nunchucks. They're like, no, no, no weapons. Can't have weapons. Oh, it's good. Oh, UK. <laughs> What are you doing? This makes me want to dump tea into a harbor so bad. Uh, All right. So would you rewatch it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have the Criterion Collection Blu-ray set. I am the Criterion Collection. See, I thought I had this on DVD, but I actually have um, 
I think the dragon and the dragon returns. Oh, way of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Way, and not way way of the dragon. dragon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah. like I went up and pulled, I was like, oh yeah, I can just, I can just pop this in. I'll have to pay for this on YouTube or whatever. I was like, dang it. Dang. <laughs> <Nope>. Yeah. <laughs> JK. I've almost bought the same criteria collection multiple times. I'm really just joking out of jealousy. Yeah. Um, I would rewatch it. I, I, I definitely think to like recommend this to somebody though, it's like you have to like give them the, it's like, hey, this is definitely the 70s. This is the 70s. And also, like, you've probably seen a lot of these tropes in other stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, this is where that came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's parts this may feel prototype. played out and hacky. It's yeah. not. It's that you've seen people riffing on this for, you know, four yeah. decades or whatever. Yeah, 50 years. Oof. 50 years as oh, of Oh, gosh, this yeah, it's 2023. Yep. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, you know, at the end of uh, <laughs> the Holy Grail, where, like, the guy, like, ages a thousand years really quick. That just happened to me. Yeah, Matt Damon at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, already on that note, with those lovely images in your mind, I yeah, do believe that is all the time we have for this episode. Well, Let's talk about our talk Patreon, Patreon oh, first. Yeah, for right. just one low dollar a month, you can get access to all of our bonus episodes, bonus content, like bonus episodes. All the bonus episodes bonus, we've bonus already content, done. Like bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah. So the bonus episodes are a totally different format from this. Yeah. We do things like tier lists. We go in. Uh, we've looked at pictures of presidents and decided if we would fight them or not. Mm-hmm. We did a, uh, a Halloween candy tier list Oh, in we October. made ourselves yeah. sick. That one was woof. And it was woof. Very sugary. It was uh, very sugary. We, we let ChatGPT create movies titles for us and then tried to cast and write the plot. Yeah. Yep. Which is insane journey. Yeah, and you can <laughs> check out previews for all of our Patreon bonus episodes on the main feed if you want to check a little bit of it out. Before, try before you, you buy. Try before you buy. But for $1, you get all those bonus episodes. You get commentaries. You get access to our Patreon picks polls where you can pick the movies we review. You get a lot of content. $1 a month. And if $1 is too much or not in the cards, totally fine because yep. we would love for you to like and share our you know social posts and everything like that. Yeah, but we'd leave really us love to leave you're us reviews. To this right now yeah. really helps us bubble up that algorithm. Got to fight the fight the AI. Yep. Oh yeah. Fight that good fight. All right. Well, on that note, that is all the time we have for this episode. So until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Andrew, and I'm Ryan. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>